This is a horror game podcast. It is meant for mature audiences. It may contain shocking revelations, violence, and sexual themes. Viewer discretion is advised. Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is a one-shot entitled Hand of Glory. It was written by Alan Carey, and it's available from Chaosium on the Miskatonic Repository. I am the Keeper of Arcane Lore, and this is our sixth version. It is getting harder and harder to find club members who haven't played this one, or at least watched it. So... Without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. It's late June, 1926. The temperature is moderate and the sky is overcast, which is typical for the English moors. The landscape is composed of low rolling hills covered in grasses, heathers, and wildflowers interspersed with groves of trees. Birds chirp, and insect buzz and the croaking of frogs can be heard from shady spots near mossy creeks. Some find the moors monotonous and boring, but as part of the North Yorkshire Ramblers Club, you are happy to be here. This is a perfect day for a hike, uh, for bird watching, and for getting back to nature. You're currently walking along an old dirt road. <laughs> ah, smell that fresh air. It's so lovely to get out of the town. Ah, it's good to be here. You get yourself away from them, kids. Oh yes, but you know your your girl is doing fine. But you know, I I tried to teach Latin to these girls, but it just it's so difficult. <laughs> um, such a such a pain sometimes to get these girls to to really grasp Virgil. Imagine. <clears throat> the only Latin I know is scientific names for plants and animals. Ah, yes. What what is this flower over here? What is what is the name of, of this flower? <laughs> ah, that's a pasque flower over there, easily. Ah, next to the stinking ah, iris. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Yes, lovely. So as you walk along, you begin to notice a few drops of rain. The faint sound of distant thunder rumbles across the landscape. There is a stand of trees close by where you hope to take shelter. But when you arrive, you realize that the wet foliage seems to drip on you even more than the sky. You notice a wide path cutting through the grove with wagon ruts in the damp clay a little while on. And you see up ahead an old coaching inn where in days of yore, a stagecoach might have stopped for a rest and a bite to eat. You think to yourself, they must not have much traffic these days. But the smoke drifting up out of the chimney indicates that someone's there. As you approach, you can see that there are lights through the windows, and there is a raised porch that goes all the way around the building, and a sign above the entrance that says, Witch Elm Inn. You see a number of walking sticks propped up next to the door and a place to scrape the dirt and mud off your shoes. What would you like to do? 
This is just like in one of those stories. Uh, must be a good place to rest if the mother's already here ahead of us. Yes, and it looks like uh, we're due for a downpour. Might be nice to uh, get out of the uh, get out of this cold rain. It's uh, so it's already so much writing in my journal. It's probably starting to rain quite a bit now that you've got closer to it. What's uh, what's as? Go ahead. I was going to ask, what's the size of this building? Well, um, you know, it's um, it's what you would expect for a pub or a. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it probably has an. It's got a two stories. It's got it upstairs. Uh, there are probably rooms here to mm-hmm. rent, um, or at least there used to be, as far as you know. So as you open the door, you are greeted by the smell of roasting meat and yeasty beer smells. The floorboards creak as you enter. There are more people in here than you expected sitting at tables around the room. Um. They're all rather rustic uh, in their appearance. Some are drinking and eating, uh, but they all go silent and turn to look at you as you enter. Uh, The only sound remaining is a small radio on the bar, not very loud. A man, the barkeep, looks up, wipes his hands, and puts on a big smile, and he moves out to greet you. Afternoon, folks. Welcome to the uh, Witch Elm Inn. I'm the owner, Addison Boulder. Please have a seat over here. Uh, we don't get many people nowadays. Have you been out rambling? Oh, indeed. Fun, uh, as you know, just in from the raid, really. Can I get you something to eat, to drink? We have whiskey and ale, coffee and tea, and I can bring you a plowman's lunch if uh, you're hungry, uh, though we have stew and bread as well. Oh, some student bread would do lovely at this time. Second on that. That mm. sounds lovely. And uh maybe maybe a tipple of brandy. My the rain is kind of cold, soaked into my bones. <laughs> of course, of course. And uh he uh he excuses himself and heads back behind the bar and probably a kitchen back behind it as well. He goes in there. Uh meanwhile, people around you go back to uh sort of muttering to themselves and drinking uh ale and um the place is nice it's uh it's rustic it uh looks like it was probably built um 20 30 40 years ago um it's been kept up there's uh there's a i'd say a fully stocked bar but it's not really like we would think of as a bar you know they've got stuff there and there's no prohibition here in uh, out in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you like to do, or what would you uh, what what would you like to eat? He mentioned a plowman's. You know what a plowman's is? Basically, um, bread, cheese, salad, cold stuff. You know, maybe some cold pieces of ham or whatever they have. Sure. Um, Stewing. Uh, bread yeah. for Patrick. Yes, bread and stew. Yeah. What are you guys drinking? Do the stew as well. Yeah. Whiskey. <laughs> a nice broth. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do the brandy and maybe maybe get like a pot of tea. Okay. I was. I like bread and stew, and I was thinking tea. William. Okay. What would you like, William? 
Uh, I would like a pot of stew, and I'll take a okay. tea as well. All right. So after a few minutes, he brings that over to you, and uh, sets down in front. You guys get some 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 drinks to drink. Um, I would like you all to do spot hiddens as you're looking around the room. Uh, I pass. Uh, that was a hard pass as well. Uh, hidden. Wilkins. I passed by one. Woo! <laughs> Eked it out. <laughs> so for those of you that passed, perhaps you're sitting facing out into the, the crowd. You're getting some glances. These people don't necessarily seem friendly. They all seem rather dour. Um, um, maybe they're whispering to one another and, and things like that. Um, and occasionally, uh, it, it seems like you get two impressions. Some of them are trying very hard to ignore your presence, and the other ones keep glancing over in, in your direction. Um, you're not sure if the look is disapproving or, or just... They're not used to seeing strangers mm. in here. But they're for sure um, like locals. They're not like ramblers. They look they look like locals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, they're like I say, they're rustic. They they look like they might be farmers and, and other people who might live live locally. Um who got the hard? Is that you? Helen, as you're looking around the room. Uh, you're also noticing the decor. Uh, it's pretty much what you'd expect from a pub. There's even a uh, an old dart board, you know, over towards the side. Doesn't look like anybody's played darts with it for a while, though. And there are a number of shelves with a mirror behind the bar. And you notice something odd up on the top of the uh, of the, the highest shelf, right in the middle. Um, it's you know you know how they sometimes put clocks in little glass domes. It looks like that. You can't quite see it from the glare of the of the lights, um, but it looks like maybe there's a clock or something up there on the top of the shelf. And after you've enjoyed yourselves and you've eaten and you you know you're sipping, uh, you feel very warm, comfortable, and the bartender. Uh, comes uh, he's behind the bar. Uh, he stops there and smiles, and he looks around, and he says, uh, kind of not to you, but to the the others. He's like, "Are are we ready?" And they sort of give him an approving nod. And he he stands up on something, and he gets this little glass dome thing out, and he places it on the bar, lifts the the glass off of it. Now what you can see is it for all intents and purposes, it looks like a hand. It's black though. And uh it's it's like this. There's there's one one finger pointing up. And he pulls out a a, a stick and puts it in one of the firelights and uh he lights the top of it like a candle. What? And you suddenly realize that you feel very relaxed. Yeah. 
<laughs> like you've like you've been drinking for you know hard liquor for a while. What do you guys want to do? You know, um, I, I have some skill in occult. Can I make it a mm -hmm. cult roll to see, like, is this just feels like something funky is happening, like a like a mummified hand just feels like <laughs> something that probably has like occult significance to it. Yes, you can. Okay. Could I, in that same vein, make a uh, history check relating sure. to the object? Sure. I I did not pass. Are making a punching check pretty soon here. Yikes. Uh, I think that might have been a critical. Uh, or no, not, not a critical, but that, that is an extreme. Oh, excellent. Oh, nice. Well, Patrick, what, what it strikes you as is it's in old, uh, old English folklore that there used to be an object that thieves would create with black magic called a hand of glory. And it was actually made from a human hand, usually a criminal that had been uh, uh, hung, um, and they went through a process. And that when the uh, when the thieves would like this, everyone in the house uh, would uh, fall asleep and wouldn't be able to wake up, so they could come in and rob the place. And indeed, as you're thinking that, maybe saying it out loud to your friends. You guys are finding it very hard to keep your eyes open. Hmm. No, Roy, it's not good. Let's go. He's trying to push himself up, I think. Let's go, lads. Okay. Well, yeah, that's maybe. To, if you're going to try to, to stand up, do a dex okay. roll. Yes. <laughs> Funny, that's my lowest stat. Um. I did pass. <laughs> I, I did not. Got a hard, hard pass on me. Okay. Uh, hard as well. So if you failed your decks, you uh you can't get up. You're you're a little too groggy to get up. Um if you passed your decks, you start to get up and immediately begin to lose your balance and, and sit back down. And within a few moments, everything goes black. You, you have no concept of how much time has passed. And as you very slowly emerge from the darkness within your mind, the first thing you notice is an odd, foul smell, kind of like sausage water that's boiled for too long. You, uh, you haven't opened your eyes yet, but you can feel that the air is colder. Um, the surface of the area of the table, it's really rough and heavy. Um, not like the table that you were at. You, you hear a man's voice somewhere nearby. You think it might be the barkeep. Auntie, please, you have to release us from this curse. It's been five years. Did you hear this old, raspy voice? You be a fool, and the others along with you. You took from me, so I took from you. You've made no bargain. Your time is through. As your eyes slowly open, the room is dark. 
and the fireplace light is low. And it takes you a second to realize that this is a different place, not the inn at all. This building is old, ancient. It's got uh, wattle and daub construction, like from 50, you know, from 500 years ago. Uh, you can smell the mud and the dung in the air. Uh, the windows are dirty and small, uh, and the, there's there's no light outside. It's nighttime. Uh, the walls are brown like dirt, and uh, there are things, bundles of dried plants and herbs hung from rotting rafters, and uh, firelight from a hearth, and shadows far too deep to penetrate. You feel a, a bead of sweat run down your forehead and into the corner of your eye. It stings, and you go to wipe it, and that's when you realize that your wrists are shackled to the table in front of you. Your legs, too, seem to be restrained. You struggle for a moment. Uh, the man across the room begs, Ken, Auntie, please. You hear this old voice, No more, no more, it's silence for you. These little cronies are waking up, and we have to decide what we shall do. You see the barkeep, and he shakes violently for a moment, and then he slumps forward, unresponsive, with drool dribbling down his face. Uh, then from out of the shadows, something emerges, an old crone of a woman. She's in heavy tattered clothes. Her back is arched over with age. Her robes draped to the, the floor and cover her almost completely. There's a cowl that covers her head. You would expect her to be small, but from your restrained position, she looms over you and from uh, and her form is exaggerated by her hunched back. Uh, it's like her clothes have been heaped over her. Uh, she looks like a small mountain of gray wool. She smiles, a crooked smile, and her face is so wrinkled and deep that it looks like tree bark. She creaks towards you, and it's then that you notice that both of her hands are missing, and from the scars, it looks like they were cut off years ago. Well, now, she says, the cur makes a dogged deal and brings all of you. He brings me ten, but I only needs two. What What? What do you want with us? Uh, that's oh. to be determined, isn't it, dearie? Please, please, let us go. Oh, Helen, don't play into this. This is clearly a, a show. Very impressive, by the way, but please, really, I didn't pay for this, please. We are shackled to the table. This is no show. Like I said, very impressive. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, please. She, she moves closer to you, and uh, um, there's this, you, you think she must be lame because she sort of scrapes over the floor. You can hear the sound of her feet. She approaches. And she's like, well, well, aren't you a pretty one? And 
her stumped hand comes down and sort of caresses across the top of your hand, uh, Helen. <laughs> please, please, let's just let us go. Save your breath and your strength, Helen. Uh, now then, we have a situation here, don't we? He thinks he can make a deal, but his time is up. What shall what, we do? What's the deal? What What are you talking about? She looks at you and her eyes are little black and beady things. And she's like, one for the left and one for the right. That's what I need. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, How about a new no. deal? You let us go, or I'll strangle you as soon as I get free. He's he's probably starting to struggle. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. <laughs> he's he's rather tall when he stands. Yeah. He's trying to he's trying to struggle now to he's the, the table seems to to be made of oak planks that are maybe four inches thick. The table itself probably Ooh. weighs five hundred pounds. Yeah. And yeah. the uh, the shackles around you sort of eat into your skin as you try to struggle against them. She says, Oh, you'll be free soon enough once I get what I want. Who shall it be? Shall I choose? <laughs> or shall you choose? <laughs> She wants may, to cut off our hands. She wants to cut off our hands. I'll interrupt and I'll make a new deal. You can take her hands, but just let me go. William. You're volunteering your friend, dearie. You scoundrel. Well, she said she wanted deals. William. Don't deal with someone like this. We're going to get out of here. <laughs> I'm an antique dealer. If yeah. I get out of here, we'll deal with be, antiques. Um... <laughs> you. That's perfect. That's so perfect. In this place, a bargain means a bargain. It must be complete. These over here stole from me, so I stole from them. He thought that he could bargain by bringing you to me. But that's not the bargain. That's not the deal. So wait, why not take his hands? Yeah. Yeah. Can't you just take your hand back? I mean, uh, is the hand actually I don't want his hands and I don't want yours. But I don't have any choice now because he stole me hands. And I stole their children. I want the hands back. Well, maybe we could get your hands back for you. What's that right now? Uh, yeah, yes, yes. We, we can find your hands. What deal do you propose then? It's no good. That well, uh, we find your hands and uh, yeah. you release us? That sounds more of a worse deal than mine. 
<laughs> no one Except for William. Ass. Leave, leave yes. William here and we'll go. Well, how about this as a deal? We'll leave William as our, you know, as as a uh, as an offering while we, no, yeah, an insurance while we, serious. we go to search It's been land. five years, my little conies, five years. And tonight's the last night. Tonight's the end. When the sun comes up, we're all trapped here together. You understand. What do you mean? We don't understand. We Not don't, quite enough. Five years ago, those fools, they stole my hands. But before they could send me here, I took their children. I've got them all here. And so I let them come here once a year to see their children and bring me back my hands. But they won't. Do it. This is the last time. Wait, wait, where, because where? they're fools. I need <clears throat> me hands to take care of me own children. Clearly. No, that makes perfect where? sense. Where so I we? need. You're here. In my house. So you want to make me a bargain. The bargain is. You go find me hands. You bring them back to me. And I'll let you go. I'll even let you take their children back. Because I don't want them. Oh, that, that sounds Is like that a, the final offer? I'm not sure I really yeah. care for the, taking the children back. But uh, <laughs> suppose I will. <laughs> Wait, a, a question. Where are your hands? How do we find them? If I knew where the hands were, yeah. I would probably yeah. in that pub, but I can't get to it. It's not it's not a place I can go. It's protected by magic. Oh, you mean right. that? Yeah. Now right. I've heard everything. He starts struggling like magic, those crooked curses at hands. <laughs> You're full of it. So do we do we have then a bargain? Yes, yes. I I will Don't happily go me. find your find your hands. Then we you, we need some assurance. And he she looks over at uh, Addison, uh, who's sitting there drooling, and she's like Addison. And she she sort of makes a motion at him, and he lurches up as if he's being puppeted. Uh, he steps into the darkness for a second in her. Uh, in in the hut and he comes back with a very large meat cleaver and suddenly looms close and with a very quick movement the meat cleaver comes down on patrick's right hand Oh, and slices oh. it completely <laughs> off. Oh, 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 oh you bloody crazy faces. Now, oddly enough, Patrick, you only take one hit point of damage, and it happens so quickly, you don't really feel much other than like a sharp twang when it hits. There's also not very much blood when it happens and uh she cackles for a moment and she puts her right stump 
down on the table and you suddenly see your hand pop up and start walking towards her stump. It then turns itself around and right in front of your eyes, you can see the the sinews and the muscles and that all start to attach themselves to her hand. At that point, you can do sanity rolls. No kidding, Tom. (laughs) None none of this is real. None of that makes sense. Patrick just kind of looks on dumbfounded and is like, that that must have been a very good brandy, I think. At at the same time, Patrick, you notice that your stump is sort of healing itself over very quickly. Like it was like, did anybody (laughs) fail their sanity roll? Uh, I think I did. Or okay, Um, did you roll above your sanity? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Roll one d four and take that many sanity. Uh, Subtract that from your sanity. Uh, We take zero for a pass. Uh, you take one for a pass at least. Yeah, I don't understand how this would go through a logical scientist's mind. This does not make any sense. He just, oh, you think this doesn't make sense? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's not saying it out loud, he's just wide eyed looking at it like (laughs) she says, Now, then, dearies, one hand left to choose. Do I, uh, she says, uh. Uh, who shall it be? Shall you choose or me? Fine. Oh, you crazy old crone. Take it back and kill you with it. He, he, he like shot, He tries to hold up his left hand the best he can. He's like, I'm right-handed anyway. A volunteer we have. How very brave of you, young man. And uh, with her new right hand, she picks up the cleaver. Uh, and before you can even see it, she brings it down on your hand and cuts it completely off. In fact, it doesn't hurt that much. It hurts a little. It stings. Sure. But it's it's almost immediately gone. And once again, that hand crawls across the table on its fingertips and refuses itself to her uh, her hand. She's like, finally. It's not my own hands, but at least I can do a little work. Um, you find insane. your stump is uh, healing itself. You don't have to roll sanity again because you just did. Um, she says, now that's <laughs> the deal. She says, you go find me hands. Bring them back to me and I'll give you yours back. And our freedom? Uh, that's the bargain. A bargain's a bargain. And unto the deed return what they took, and you will be freed. Two hands taken, two hands repl- repaid. On this eldritch night is made. And immediately your cuffs uh, open up and your leg restraints as well. And she's like, now go. And she points at the door. I kind of feel like I'm killing her. Um, <laughs> very well, I can, I can respect a bargain like that. Uh, I suppose we'll get off with it. <laughs> crazy How can you respect together. a bargain like... Sorry, that's not character. 
<laughs> we did. Oh, let's let's go. Let's go before yeah, it's, it's a fair bargain, I suppose. Come on, let's get on with it. <laughs> I'm looking at your stump versus my stump as we're walking. I'm like, how is it a fair bargain when we didn't ask to be part of the bargain in the first place? Well, it's completely against our will. Yes, but we're getting out of it, and for a relatively cheap price, I suppose. Did you drink too much ale back in the pub? What is wrong with you? Well, I, I don't know. You've read Carol, right? Maybe this is a Alice in Wonderland situation. I don't know. Perhaps we are all just... Well, if that's the case, and I turn around and um, she sucker punches William in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. It's all a fascinating. It's well-deserved, I think, yeah. And, then I look, and he feels I, it. This ain't no dream. Uh-huh. <laughs> I look at Helen and I say... So do we still need to go through the deal since they have their hands taken? Excuse you. <laughs> we don't know what this woman is capable of. She could she could have all of our lives in the balance. I, I'm so, not going to leave anything to chance here. She's clearly she's, a, a being of some power. That's ridiculous on the face of it. Power? Supernatural? You just had your hand cut off. <laughs> There's some type of... You're, you're perfectly fine. Uh, I, I don't think all that that's power. Just... The use of a the use of a sharp instrument and certain chemicals upon the blade could do what has been done here. Oh, so God, magic! Man. This is ma- magic, magic, really magic. Well, oh, there are you... stranger things. There are stranger things. <laughs> as, as you get up, shakes his head. Um, you actually realize that she is much larger than you thought she was. Um. You think that if she could stand up straight, she would be nine feet tall. Oh. She also, when she shuffles around on the ground, you're not sure that there aren't more than two feet under those, under that dress that goes to the ground, under those shawls. Nope. In any case, she points at the door, and the door opens, and... uh, you all step out. Helen's going to try to get her bearings and figure out where she's at in relation to the right. tavern. So you step out onto her porch. I would like you to all do spot hidden holes as you do this. I mean, no one else is going to turn on her, then I guess we. <laughs> I fail. Pass. Fail. 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 Okay. Uh, if you fail, fail, who failed? Fail. Okay. So if you fail, you guys are nervous. You're stepping out. Uh, you're looking down at the, the crude porch and the wooden stair going down to the ground below. Something looks weird. Um, uh, there are a number of growths around uh, the porch uh, that you would take for, you know, bushes or plants except they don't look quite right they look very strange some of them are in bloom but the blooms are like nothing you've ever seen before it's nighttime by the way those of you who did pass your spot hidden um who passed the spot hidden uh helen you step out onto the porch and instead of looking at the ground you step off the porch and you look up into the sky and you can do a sanity roll. That's a pass. 
Okay. Just take one point of damage. But the sky that you look up into is completely spectacular. You see an entire galaxy laid out and swirls of nebula. And over to the side, you see a huge looming moon and a second one next to it, sort of glowing uh, in odd magenta and blue colors. This definitely is not Earth that you are on. And that's why everybody else notices that all of the plants around are very strange, but there's still a forest. There's a, a forest of trees all around you. And you can see a small path leading away from the um, from the hut uh, and into a uh, a trail going through the woods. Oh, oh dear God! Uh, 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 Dad, and as the rest I, of you I, notice this, you also can do sanity rolls to yeah. see. Dad, Dad, look, look, you you, you have some knowledge of astronomy. What uh, uh, what, what is this? I fail first. Is, I fail, yeah. I pass. The, yeah, the astronomer can actually, uh, uh, yeah, the astronomer can take 1d4. I would say. This, this is beyond your comprehension. This I'll is, take, that's three points plus my first one. Uh, uh, one sorry. Is it a d4 for everyone to fail? Or just? You can just take two points if you fail, but, uh, but except for the astronomer, because he's just like, this is impossible. Right. This is uh, we in a, I was just gonna say we in a, <coughs> one of those dome rooms you can look at the stars, but I don't think those like are a planetarium. Better. Yeah, planetarium. I don't know if there's been yeah, one of those nineteen twenty. Probably not one of those nineteen twenty. This yeah, oh, there definitely are planetariums, but in this case, <laughs> this is real. This is these. That's a moon up, and there's two moons up in the sky. No, and this is just a trick. This is not. Re- I'm not broken yet. This is not real. This no, is where he, he's got to stick with his logistical reasoning, and that he just kind of like, I'll think about it, get back to you. You know, <laughs> remember what I said about the Alice in Wonderland? <clears throat> I mean, look around us weird sky, path in the trees. God. This is just like it. You're so really, happy. That- this is not one of your books. <laughs> No, but you're happy. This happened to us. You're happy you lost a hand. Can we just move on and get this over? With? <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Helen's trying to trying to kind of come back to reality. Okay, we have we, we have to try and find these hands. They have to be around here somewhere. Where where do we start though? And she's going to start kind of looking around her surroundings and like it's nighttime. Like what's what's around? Woods. We're supposed to find a pair of hands. Where do we start? Well, she mentioned the tavern. Per- perhaps, perhaps the tavern is somehow nearby. I don't know how that would be the case if we've gone somewhere completely mad. Does it look at all like familiar? Like, are there is there any familiarity whatsoever, Tom? To nothing at all. North. There's North a North path, North. though. It looks completely wild. There's a path. Yeah, do a listen roll if you if, if you want to do a listen roll. I was gonna look at the there's navigate scene then but uh let's let's this, do some listening. This hut, it's uh situated in like a clearing, right? Yes. Like so there's just forest and a path around this basically. Right. Seems there's only one direction to go. Um did anybody do pastor listen? Not I. Not I. 
Okay. Well, so, I suppose we're going to have to go down this path. Sorry, Tom. Oh, if only we had a white rabbit to follow. <laughs> it always went um, somewhere. <laughs> you you approach the point where the clearing goes into a, almost a tunnel of trees, this path. Uh, and uh, you walk for maybe a minute, maybe two minutes. And up ahead of you, you can hear the sound of children giggling. <laughs> Not creepy. Right. Children, see. So there she, are other people okay. here. It sounds like children. She said she had the children. She said she has their children. But don't forget, she said she has her own children, too. So what the hell does that do mean? A, Dan, do a botany bowl. Yeah. Okay. Lucas is getting freaked out here, not just his character. Um, I, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm close to a regular pass, but can I spend two luck to make it a hard pass? Mm -hmm. All right, I'll do that. Oh, by the way, uh, Jolka, um, if you, uh, the way we use, I forgot to tell you, you can roll for luck. Okay. Uh, you can use luck then to make up the difference if you want to pass something. Uh, you know, the way you do luck is it's 3d6 uh, or roll a d6 three times and add it together and divide and times it by five. Uh, and if it's less than 45, roll again. Okay. That gives you the amount of luck that you can spend. All right. Yes. Make it a hard pass. Oh, you don't have to have a heart pass. Oh, okay. Um, Make it regular. Um, <laughs> as you're walking with the others, and they're you're all kind of a little terrified. You you begin to notice that there's something really wrong with this forest. Um, it's almost as if the trees themselves are creaking. You can it, it would be like being in a in a forest of trees that was in a a fairly uh, uh, you know, a wind, a wind that would cause them to sort of sway back and forth, except there's absolutely no wind, not a breath of wind. And yet the trees seem to lightly sway back and forth, almost hypnotically, and it it freaks the shit out of you. <laughs> it looks like... No, sorry. I think it was more relevant to what you rolled. I don't think you got your body result yet. Yeah, I don't think he's he he notices it. So I'm the one that notices this. Yeah, because you're the botanist. Okay. I I I don't think he says anything. He starts to go a little internal okay. on it. He's just like okay. he's but it's dark and hopefully no one's noticing. Then he's just like he keeps it a little bit to himself, I think. So after another minute or so, the uh the path opens up into a clearing. And in the clearing, you see children and people. Um, and it, it's it's dark, you know, but there's a lot of light from above because of the, the two moons and the, the strange colored light. Um, they look like the people from the inn. And each of them, sometimes uh, two two adults, 
are with children and the children are it's like it's like a family reunion um so there's the kid the, the children though don't seem to be upset there's there's no tears that there's tears from the parents but the children themselves don't seem to be upset it's almost like you know all their parents have come to check on them and they don't really understand the weirdness or the danger that's going on around them do wow could i uh this might be a little weird request but can i make a psychology check to see if they're like acting sure good idea <laughs> Yeah, you can't tell. They all seem very yeah. sincere. They, they, they've, they haven't seen their children. They're, they're trying to make the best of the time. And there's groups of them, quite a few, in fact. All of the people from the inn, they must have been there for this. Do they react at all to seeing us? Like if they're paying attention to, to their kids. To okay. okay. You do, you do notice that they might see you, but they don't. Yeah. They're they're too busy with their kids. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna have um, to interrogate. Is there like a couple of them that look? I mean, I guess they're all. You said some of them aren't with children, though. No, they're all with their children. Okay. Okay. Um, do you want to? I'm gonna. I'm gonna walk up to to just one of them, maybe the one that's closest to me, and um, okay. Uh, just just kind of gently. I I, I understand that that you're meeting with your children, what? but we 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 have a way of possibly getting them back to you. But we need your help. You were the people that were in the. Did 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 Addison make a deal? Did he did he did he fix everything? We have made a deal. We have made a deal. We can get your children back to you, but we need help. What can we do? We're we're this this is our last our last chance, and yes, we're, we'll never yes. get to see them again. And we don't know what's going to happen. And they seem a little crazed and a little upset, and they're you know okay. I'm just gonna try to like kind of soothe them a little bit, maybe like you know kind of be like very gentle and and just say yes, yes, we we understand the 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 crone the 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 being in in the tavern in the in the hut told us that we we can get your children back to you, uh, but we crone, need to find the crone is the crone is an evil woman. Wait, she's done this all to us. You you you. She she made us a deal. She made us a deal. If we can get her hands back, then we can get your children back, and we we do, we we will be the, the curse will be over. Right, but that's what we've been trying to avoid. She's she's you don't understand that that we 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 she, and and they seem kind of like unable to put two and two together in their mind. You get um, you get the feeling that they're so crazed, so so desperate that it's mm -hmm. kind of driven them a little nuts. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe they were always a little bit nuts, but uh, they're like saying, "But but Addison said if we if we give the hands back, then it'll all go back to the way that it was before." What? 
what, right. what the murders and the disappearances and the people and all that, but we just want our children back and we can't get them out of this grove. And she says, she says, they think that they've only been here a couple of hours. It's been five years. It's been five years. And every year on the solstice, we're able to come back here because of the of Addison's magic. Okay. It sounds like you're worried that that the that something bad will happen if if the the crone gets back her hands but she's she's she seemingly has told us that that's all she wants is her hands back and then we can get the kids back and perhaps we can end the murders or whatever happens um but do, but do a persuade do a okay. persuade rule uh, yeah yeah have that i do not <clears throat> so we'll, we'll see you sound pretty persuasive. I think you should. Uh, I got a ten. I got a ten. Yeah, excellent. It's a good time to get. It's a good time to get that. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, I was going to say maybe charm, but uh, okay. She says they're they're in the end, but we don't have much time. We're not going to go with you because this is the last time that we get to see our children. That's fine. Just tell us where they're where the hands are in the end. We'll 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 give the hands back to them. Uh, I don't know. You probably saw us with one of them. Yes. It's in the bell jar. Just, just go. Go quickly. Okay. All right. And she gonna, points to the... You'll notice that the clearing has another tunnel of trees going out of it towards uh, towards something. Okay. All right. Well, gentlemen, then. I think that's our cue, unless you have any other questions for these people. Mm -mm. I'm right off. Yeah. This is simple do. All right. Let's go imagine how these people feel if this was real and i look at patrick it is real i'm going to turn around and say dan this is real for all uh, intents and purposes so, this is happening i'm not so sure quiet I mean, patrick whether it's real or not i'm taking it seriously he, he turns to patrick and like points him with his one good finger because he only has five he's like you got kids too once taking this seriously, we may never see them again ourselves. Think about these people. Let's get it done. Imagine if this was poor Sally. Uh, oh, name dropping. Ouch. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just not sure. I'm just not lying there on the in unconscious. And this is all my imagination. So I agree. I agree. Well, so let's, there let's, is, let's wake there up. Is, I, should, I should say there is nothing odd or blurry or lightheaded about any of this it seems absolutely real realer than any dream that you've ever had good drugs. Good drugs. my imagination astounds me <laughs> now, <laughs> he's more of a non-believer than i am i think <laughs> uh dan i would like you to do a oh, willpower no. roll oh no picking on me uh wait Will? A pow, or yeah. is it a pow? Pow. Sorry. Yeah, pow. Okay. Yeah. Been a bit. Sorry. Um, I pass. Regular pass. Okay. So when you're in this clearing and you guys are starting to move towards the tunnel going farther on, you almost get this impression that, I mean, it just feels like a mouth. Here, out in the clearing, you've got the <laughs> sky above you as bizarre that it actually is. 
and yet that sort of place where the trees come together and they're all just sort of you know, wiggling like this it feels like you're going into a throat or a mouth um it's still trees it's it's not not a hallucination it just has this mm. overpowering sort of feeling inside you a, a phobia but you are able to push through or damn power roll so you guys once again enter into the trees and this time you can all kind of hear the creaking sort of sounds of the trees it's not a quiet <laughs> forest but you don't hear any insects or anything like that. It's dead silent. There's no no wind blowing of any kind. There's perhaps a few odd smells. Um, they smell perhaps almost floral, but you can't quite put your finger on what the smell is. And after a minute or so, it opens up once again into another clearing. And in the middle of this clearing is the pub, is the, the Witch Elm Inn. Um, this is not where the Witch Elm Inn was. This is not the forest in the uh, North Yorkshire Moors. This is still more of that same forest with a giant two moons in the sky. Um, the lights are still on at the inn, and you can see the walking stick sitting on the porch as you approach. Uh, what do you do? I'm going to grab one of the walking sticks. Just thinking that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to just kind of grab one of the walking sticks just in case. It's four of them, aren't they? There were, there were a few of them there. A walking stick for each of us, then. Why not? I'll take one. Seems Helen has a good head on her shoulders. <laughs> I mean, might as well. If anything, I'll use it to beat William. Him, you know, <laughs> I need to. You, he makes another smart ass comment. <laughs> you open the door to the pub, and um, aside from the fact that the radio is off, it seems pretty much exactly the way that it was before, except that it's dark through the windows. Um, you can even see if perhaps you guys had backpacks or something that you took off and laid in your on the seat those are still there um uh the half-eaten food is still on the table and you can see that other tables in the room have you know uh, ale mugs that were just left where they were and in the middle of the bar sitting there uh with the glass dome removed uh is that black what you thought was a candle, but now it is like this. Okay. I'm going to grab my backpack and dump out whatever's in it and then go for the hand and put the hand in my bag. Okay. So you go over to the hand. Now, as you approach it, you realize that it looks like what maybe they had done was covered in wax and put the wicks on it. Uh, but it is very wooden looking. It almost looks like wood and it's, it's very light and it looks almost desiccated. Um, it's, uh, it's tightly closed and there is a large green, looks like an emerald ring on it. 
it's not like a modern emerald ring. It's like, you know, pirate treasure, uh, emerald ring, a crude sort of thing with the stone just sort of set in it. Uh, and it's it's sitting there. It, it lifts right off the stand. And it it still feels a little mummy like it's it's a little soft a little pliable um it's weird texture to it see put it in here yeah before i do that can i can i roll in a praise on the emerald (laughs) sure can use some booty here actually like actually like an emerald there's gotta be something Uh, some takeaway here right uh, that is that's a regular pass. Regular okay. Well, I mean, it's a fairly large stone, but it's not cut, mm-hmm. uh, so you're really just kind of guessing that it's an emerald. Right. Um, but uh, you know, maybe a few thousand uh, pounds, or mm-hmm. you, you just okay. don't know. Maybe. It it you know you don't know that it could be identified as part of uh, you know pirates treasure or anything, but that's kind of the impression that it gives. Do you think I would have noticed if that emerald was on the hand previously? Like what I what no I because the hand was okay. like this. Yeah, and I you just didn't notice it. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, why he's doing that or she's doing that? Just because. I could try to click on the radio. Yep. Um, there's uh, just static. No, I thought. Right. Then. Get to he's, the radio station. He's, he's doing it. He's doing <laughs> it. Our <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, two questions, if I may. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said before the hand was like this, right? But now yeah, it's a fist. It had, well, it had, it, well, it had one finger up. Oh, okay, just uh, the one finger uh so if i go to where, like where we were saying like this a little bit whiskey or whatever left in the glass and i drink it just oh no okay first. <laughs> it's it's the same whiskey yeah okay because i'm thinking you like you know a, go ahead you, you can do an idea i was thinking that like i can't taste if i'm unconscious or i should be able to <laughs> Or, uh, yeah, that's a fumble, I think, or okay. close to it. Yeah. No, the whiskey tastes, it's the same whiskey. All right. Well, I, my imagination either knows no bounds, or perhaps you are right, and this is uh, more real than I originally thought. We got to find this other hand. Um, is there. Uh, so should go back to the upstairs? people? Upstairs. Well, is there, there is an upstairs. There's an upstairs. Okay. Okay. We can check for us. So there in the in the area that you're in in the pub part, you don't know if there's. You can see that. I mean, there's obviously stairs going up. You don't know if there's a basement because you don't see any stairs going down. But Uh you can't see every room from where you're from this room. There's a kitchen. There's a. Should we just split up and look around, or you want to stay in the tight group? Uh, Why should we split up? We might lose each other if we. Go on, off on our own. Just this tavern? How could we get lost? Well, you've said yourself this is a unknown, strange land. Down the rabbit hole, so to speak. Single hand air quotes. Another (laughs) world. (laughs) 
Well, I'm going to go check upstairs. If one of you maybe wants to check around, you know, further in this uh, ground level, um, just to, you know, investigate, but I'm going to, I'm going to go investigate upstairs. I'm hunting for a cellar. Yeah. So I'll, okay. I'll stay, I'll stay down here. May I stop, Helen? I need, may I see that ring one more time? I think I noticed something. Well, it's on the, yeah. Do you have it in your Fine. bag? Yeah, yeah, and I'll, I'll yeah. just, thank you, yeah, thank you. Uh -huh. So, as far as I can tell, this ring looks like it's a pair for another ring. You know, I'm only speaking as an antique dealer. No. Well, that would make sense if we're looking for another hand. Perhaps there's another jewel. You're going to put the ring on? Use it to find the other ring? No, I can't put the ring on because the, the fist is too tight. I can't take it off. Hmm. You want to try? No, I'd rather not play with this hand. Wait, is it the right hand or the left hand? It's the right hand. Right. Oh, that's the one that Patrick is missing. Oh, perhaps I should hold on to it then. I just gotta let me put it back in my bag. I'm gonna go upstairs. <laughs> you two want to uh, wait, wait, wait. Why do wait, you wait. need the head? Yeah, well, why are you running <laughs> off with the head? Hold on. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy and I don't believe the words are coming out of my mouth, but if our hands can be removed and go attached to hers, might not her hand attach to us? Now I'm not saying it's a good idea, but if for some crazy reason it did that. Well, there's stories and lures of rings being beacons for each other before. So well, that maybe. might work. Well, I want to give it a try. Try it. Mine. Well, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like. So describe like for me how you're here. going to do yeah. this. Well, I'm going to just like kind of hold the hand near his stump and like see if anything Hope the magic Patrick works. To a, Patrick to a luck. All right. Oh, luck, huh? Ooh. Uh, wait a second. No, oh, yeah, I missed it. Fail. Nothing happens. Fine. <laughs> Putting it back in the bag. I still think I should hand. keep it. It is the right hand. Come on now, don't be greedy. Maybe it's a I have to teach school. To, I have to teach school in the morning. We need to get out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> to be there for the girls. For the girls. That's a lazy excuse. I have money to make tomorrow. Well, Come on now. Perhaps <laughs> William might have a point. So you might need to keep the hand available in case it still sounds crazy. The ring might glow when it's come close to the other. I don't know. Just keep your eyes on it. Should we all stick together? If it does, how are we going to reach one another when it does light up? Yeah, so if you go upstairs and then suddenly you get transported to some other world or something. <laughs> Should we well, stick now together? Who's talking, now who's talking like Lewis Carroll? <laughs> exactly as I said. <laughs> so far, so far, yes, it seems like the laws of physics still apply here. But uh, I don't know. Do they stand? Do they Dan? I don't. Do they still apply know. here? I'm no physicist. I just want to go find the, this hand. Let's go. If anyone let's... wants to join me, I'm going I'll upstairs. Change my mind and stay with you now. I I'm going right. with you. All right. <laughs> let's do it. 
up okay. the, up the, the so you're all going upstairs? Going upstairs? Yes. Yeah, all I right. Think so. I think so. So you go upstairs, and you can see that there, it looks like there are six rooms along the hallway, because it wasn't in. Um, however, I, none of them are locked. And as you look in uh, one, two, three, four, and five, they're empty. Uh, there's nobody staying there. The, uh, they're clean. Um, there are linens on the bed. The fifth, the, the, the sixth one, the one at the very far end, um, that seems to be maybe Addison's room. Um, so you get up there, you open the door up, and it's definitely lived in. Um, what are you going to do? Search. Does he have a bookshelf? Uh, yeah, maybe a little bookshelf. Things like that. I'm going to look in like his side drawers or his end drawers and his next to his bed. Okay. Um, why don't you all do spot hiddens? Let's no, see who gets the best for. Ah, wait. <laughs> 90. Oh, wait. Terrible uh, tonight. Uh, I'm going to spend uh, five points. I'm going to spend five points of luck uh, to get a regular success. Okay. I'll leave uh, one of you to pass if you want. So don't, don't if, if, Patrick, Patrick passed. Uh, Patrick so. passed then. Okay, cool. Patrick, sitting on his bedside table, there is what looks like a, uh, at first you think maybe a journal. Um, you pick it up, and it's full of scribblings and, uh, and things. Uh, and most of them in the beginning are just regular like he maybe he's got a, a penchant for sketching. Um but towards the end, I mean there's there's a good portion of this book that's still blank in the back. But the last things that he seems to have written are are these. Oh, yeah, cool. You want to kind of describe what you're seeing there. Uh let's see. I suppose he has some kind of uh, penchant for sketching. There's um, some kind of a spider tree bush thing here. Um, it says she speaks of her young, five long years. And uh, sorry, I have to turn my head. Our young in exchange for hers. We had no choice. Uh, I suppose this is talking about the hag. Doesn't really look like her, I suppose, though. And on the second page, you see this. Oh. Ooh. This one is a bit more menacing. <laughs> they stand uh, dormant in the dark woods. Uh, at least the woods are safe again. Wow. Hmm. Interesting work. Tough decisions. Uh, um, and after a thorough search, that's pretty much all you find that's odd up here. I don't suppose that helps us much, does it? It might a bit. Um, she wants... Perhaps... Go ahead. We'll say it sounds like her children are dormant. She gets her hands back. She makes them undormant. Maybe... Mm -hmm. She doesn't care about her hands after all. And she did say something about her children for theirs. That was part of the bargain. Yeah. And if we set 
Oh. Their children free, then her children will also be free. They might. Maybe they took her hand so she couldn't continue to bring them out of dormancy. Yeah. She did say she needed her hands to tend to them. Oh. And mm. the villagers had mentioned that there were murders before they... And di- disappearances. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they should just move away from this. It, I, it, that sounds like the most reasonable option. Uh, it, but... it did say they had no choice. Perhaps we don't really have much of a choice here ourselves. Maybe they meant they had no choice in... They had to take her hands. They had no choice in order to stop her young. Well, what alternative for us to use, Justin? That we just sit here and join the others? We need to get back home, and apparently the only way we're going to do that is by getting these hands back to this hag. Precisely. Patrick, can you show us the page again that you saw? Of course. Uh, With the one hand, just kind of like, (laughs) <laughs> lick your finger you get pushed down with your elbow and just like hold on a second I got you this want, don't worry you want me to show it to you again yes please I see if I use my hand and use yours together we can, oh, you can hand it yes, to me exactly. you can hand it to me and I can open it myself <laughs> oh, there's no no too. I've got this <laughs> it looks like doesn't that look like the ring at the bottom Right on the left here, yes, on the uh, on the right, could, it, uh, on the that, right page. Yes, that, circuit, that could does that look like the ring, Tom? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll pull out. I'll pull out the hand. I'll pull out the hand and the emerald and kind of put it side by side. I don't know. Maybe you're not quite sure, uh, okay. but yeah, maybe that's. I mean, it's a pencil drawing. Uh, but yeah, maybe that's it. It's the only thing that doesn't look very uh, floral out of these samples. Yeah, everything um, else is like plant-like, it looks like. Like a seashell almost, the top right kind of. The bottom one, I don't know what that is. Like a haystack, but not. But Well, Dan, you're the scientist. You should be able to identify these things. First. Yes. <laughs> he just looks at you like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Can we find the hand, please? And then see what happens. Well, okay. So there's hold hold on to that thing. Hold on to that yeah. book, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put it in the knapsack. Actually, uh, Helen, would you like to test if maybe the hand will uh, hold this force by any chance? Hold what? Uh, like the, it holds the book force. Perhaps if we, <laughs> it will hold it for us. Does the hand open up at all? If I, yeah. if I, uh, no. It doesn't. No, uh, you're getting kind of try. grossed out holding it in your hand because it's, yeah, it's kind of disgusting, it's nasty, yeah. little squishy. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the, the the inn is not particularly complex, so there's not a lot of hiding places that anything could be. You've pretty much thoroughly searched up okay. here. Okay. We well, still haven't checked for a cellar. Uh, can I make a hiss uh, or? Um, can I make like a natural world check to see if the end that we saw in like uh, when we came upon it originally, if it would be reasonable to presume it had a cellar of some sort? Almost everybody has cellars, yeah. Okay. This is maybe from the outside. The inside. It might be on the outside, yeah. Uh, were there were there rooms on the bottom floor too, Dan, or is it just the open no restaurant? Okay. 
So we could well, check there's the, the kitchen. kitchen. There's the kitchen. I would say the kitchen and then maybe outside if we don't find it. Have we checked the kitchen yet? I don't suppose. I, I don't I don't think we have. So I'm gonna head back downstairs and check All right. out the ground floor again. So you all go downstairs. You have to go around behind the bar to get into the kitchen. Yeah. Um the kitchen's uh what you know, what you'd expect from a a fairly modern kitchen for the 1920s, uh, except that it's still rustic. It's a little rustic. Um, uh, it doesn't take you very long to realize there is a large trap door in the floor, uh, kind of towards the back. Uh, you open that up, and you can see that there are, uh, you know, large wooden stairs, uh, just the slat stairs. There's no body to them. They're just slat, 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 slat going down. Um there also seems to be an, a little bit of light down here. Uh, like if, if there's candles or something that are lit. Yeah. Mm. Um, before I go downstairs, I'm going to check and see if there's a knife in the kitchen. Yes, there is. That. Knife, go cleaver, whatever you want that you want, want to find. Cleaver. <laughs> go yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to trigger. Uh, <laughs> can, can I take a moment to like lean? Uh, the fire has been turned out, and uh, but you can still smell the the soup, the the stew, and stuff. Actually, um, could I actually look around and see if there is a gun or a uh, hunting rifle or shotgun anywhere in the? Yeah, do a luck roll. Okay. Uh, that's a pass. Oh, oh. There is a large shotgun that is up and over the mantle in the uh, in the main room. Okay, I'm gonna grab that and check and see if there are there any bullets. Oh, yeah, I'll say yeah. I don't. You know, it's probably not loaded, but we'll just say that you find some shotgun shells behind the uh, the bar. Okay, all right. I'm gonna load up the the shotgun. So your your dead. guess is that the only thing this would be used for normally would be hunting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I kneel by the trap door and uh, just like you said there was light on there? Maybe just poke my head down over the edge. Sort. Yeah. When you do that, you can see that there are uh, lots of shelves with uh, pantry items, food, uh, mm -hmm. burlap bags, uh, uh, and there is light coming from a table. Uh, you 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 can't really see what's on the table, but you can see the light is hitting it. There are candles uh, that are sitting there burning, uh, but that seems to be it. Um, it's just a big table. Looks empty down here. So, tally ho! I guess oh. let's do it. Wow! All right, you cautiously <laughs> go down the stairs. <laughs> um, and as you you get to the bottom and you look around, the floor in here is a it's it's not dirt, it's um like flagstone. So it was definitely dug out and then just sort of lined. Um there, there is a table, and on the table there is a kind of circle that's been drawn uh or painted onto the top of the table. There are candles lit. Um, and in the center of the circle uh, is another one of these little glass domes. 
And inside of it, you can see the left hand with one finger pointed up. Right next to it is a large, very old leather-bound book with clasps, the old kind of clasps uh, that they have. Uh, it looks rather ornate. And the cover of the book uh, says, uh, the removal of curses caused by witchcraft. Um, it's in old English script. Can I pick it up and be like, oh, this will surely fetch a price and making a praise check? <laughs> All of this is it. definitely <clears throat> probably from the from the style of lettering and everything. Doing a praise check. Yeah. Um, while he's doing that, is there a ring on the finger of this hand? There is not. Yeah. Uh, regular success. Okay. Yeah, this from the style of lettering and everything just on the cover and the the style of the book is probably about four hundred years old. Oh my, vintage! Uh, you said this has clasps. It's not one of the locked clasps, right? You can just open it. No, they're just they're just clasps to keep the book shut. Okay. Could I could I make a history or a cult roll for this uh, for the book if I know anything about it? Only if you open it up and look. I mean it. Uh, Okay. It's just got a title on it. Hello, hello. Come look at this book. It's, <laughs> it looks like a very important book. Obviously, it's important to them. Yeah, yeah. Helen, Helen's very intrigued by the book, but she is going to grab the hand first and put the hand. Okay. In. Wait, wait. Hold it to the stump. I don't think anything. You never know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the other hand might do it. You Go, know? Put it in the bag. <laughs> give, give the man a chance. You don't know. <laughs> is the circle drawn on the table look like that circle that was on the the notebook no. that we found upstairs? Okay. It just looks like a simple mm. circle that's been All right. on the table. So, Helen, you're going to yeah. pop open the book? Yeah, I'm going to pop open the book. Got the hands. I mean, okay. <laughs> there's, there's two things. One is. Uh, the the book looks like it's old, worn. The pages are partly crumbling. You can see that there's a piece of um, paper, looks like modern paper, um, that's been used as a bookmark that's stuck in it. Uh, you can also tell that this is um, a, a pretty old English. This is probably uh, pre, uh, I mean, this is pre-Shakespeare. This is probably Chaucer. Uh, that that period in there, Middle English, or whatever that is. Um, what do you do? Um, well, I'm going to go to the page with the bookmark. Okay. That page. You, you, you open to the page with the bookmark. And the first thing you notice is that the bookmark is a page from a, uh, a local newspaper. Um, it's a little bit yellowed, but just a little bit yellowed. Uh, and it looks like this. The Yorkshire Clarion, June 1921. Rambler found dead on moors. Rambler missing since December found near Witch Grove. The mystery surrounding the disappearance of Miss Sophia Riley, 22 years of age, of Thornhill Lees Dewsbury, was solved this morning by the discovery of her body on the edge of the woods near Rutland Moor. 
Miss Riley left her home about six o'clock on Thursday morning to meet her friends and go rambling. She was last seen by patrons at the Witch Elm Inn. Those who knew her say she was in good spirits and greatly enjoyed nature. Those at the inn said she was friendly and rather talkative and spoke of returning home in time for her work. What became of her after that has remained a mystery up until this morning. A diligent search was made by the West Riding Police and the fullest inquiries among relatives and friends, but they failed to reveal her whereabouts. Miss Riley's body was discovered by a rambler, John Martin. The body was conveyed to the Victoria Hospital, where an inquest will be held, probably tomorrow. There was nothing found in the young woman's pockets likely to throw any light on the tragedy. Miss Riley was only the latest in a series of disappearances that have taken place in the area of the Yorkshire Moors, and the authorities would remind locals and ramblers alike not to hike alone. Over the past 20 years, it is estimated that between 30 and 40 people have gone missing while in the wilderness places. Nature is beautiful, but it is also very dangerous and unforgiving. Even minor injuries can leave a person stranded and unable to seek help. Miss Riley was well-loved by her family, friends, and community. She was a good worker. She will be greatly missed. Oh. Mm -hmm. Can I make a, a court check? Like, to, like, think, uh, you know, take another look who's gone together. Like, does this resemble any kind of tales of, like, fae or similar folk tales of the region? I mean, even without rolling, yeah. I mean, it, it, people people have always been a little bit shy about the woods. Um, do a do a luck roll, or do a well, let's say intelligence roll. That's that's good. Okay. Or education roll, whatever you want. Uh, that is a going off education that is a hard success or okay. hard success for education or intelligence or yeah so you remember um some newspaper articles and things like that uh not not necessarily directly related to this but you do recall the arguments being made that people do go missing that that it's a, there's a surprising number of people go missing uh when they go out into the woods for um it, it's as simple sometimes as they get out there they trip and fall they break their leg and they have absolutely no way to get back and they starve to death and they die out there um the police and the officials would say it just happens it's a statistic um and that's why they would caution you you should always go out there with a buddy uh you know and not not be foolish um but it's still cons it's consistent and of course this has always been the case throughout history and people have made up stories about the fae or the you know things that are out in the woods that might eat you of course that being said there are wolves and bears and badgers and things like that that might eat you <laughs> so it's that's why you have a walking stick you know, in case you get attacked. Now, the other book, the book page that's marked. Uh, now, <laughs> I'll give you a choice. <laughs> this is written in Chaucer English. Um, and it looks like this. If you <clears throat> want to try and tackle the black letter, you can. 
or I can give you a regular plain old font. Uh, I think I might be able to read it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. The removal of curses caused by witchcraft. Banishment to the devil's realm. If a witch has inflicted harm to a community, it is right and proper that she be infernally banished, henceforth never to return. In order to enact the aforesaid banishment, lusty and brave souls must first steal the witch and remove her hands, which uh, hold her power. The excised hands ought then be dipped in sheep's tallow with the fingers extended, placing on each finger's tip a wick of linen paper. The smallest finger of the left hand is lighted and the following prayer be said. For the holiness of God, we gather to bring the witch away to the devil's realm. We pledge we will be her custodians of her taking off, there but only to witness her plight. Uh, keeping the memory of home close that we might return after she meets her grim reward. You shall then travel with her to the devil's prison. Look not to the skies lest your mind, mind. mind right. uh, be harmed by the dancing and trickery of the demons for the skies hold phantasms and false visions. When you have been assured that she is held there you may return by reciting this prayer while igniting the same finger as before but on the right hand for the holiness of god the imprisonment is done banished by be the witch and all her double workings and constructions following the memory of home let us leave this place knowing that we are now safe banished be the witch and all her machinations only by the will and high permission of God. What so perhaps do? we can escape here. Uh, well, we, we can't use the right hand anymore if that was the case. Uh, I might have got right and left mixed up, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> ah. yeah, so the one hand has a finger left on Did that finger have a tallow, a bit of paper on it? Yes, it's been dipped in wax. And if you so, look closely, you can see that the other fingers have all been used. Used. It's so they've left. So there's one left to go home while reciting the second poem, the second Five prayer, years. right? Five years. That's yes. how, yeah. So this. If we do, you two may not get your hands back. And we might also leave these people here <laughs> in this and their children infernal blaze and their well, children but what well could we all but gather them all together and do it together and go i don't bloody care about my hand at this point if it got all of us and all of them out well the thing is if this is think? all real as it says and everything this is a witch and so forth how do we know that this isn't a trick of some sort? Uh, like the tales, a a fairy trick, as they might have called it in the times. We've already been tricked. What I mean, what else is there to do? If we've already been taken to this fey realm, it, nothing would matter anyway. We're already here. Well, the thing is, if 
we either take this and potentially return with everyone, or fulfill our deal with the uh, Fae or Witch or whatever have you back at the hut. And I, for one, am, would prefer to go back with my hand if I can, but that's just me. Assuming, oh, I did this. Assuming all of this is real. <laughs> let's assume everything is real. Everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you would go back with your hand at the price of all of these families. That's really nice. Children. But, it, it, but what if it brings a greater evil out? Well, what, so. It is a fair deal to us. Well, what if at the sacrifice of our hands, Patrick? We can bring the people back and leave the witch here and her kids dormant. Well, that's not a very good deal for us now, is it? It's a pretty good deal. We have how, eight of our ten we, hands. How do we know that the children will also be released with us if we I, decide I, to renege? They are notoriously deal. beholden to their deals. We did not sign any contracts. If she is, as the legends tell then we should be able to make a straightforward deal with her as we made in the hut. What would should. that deal be? Hmm? Sorry, deal I didn't really hear you. No, what would that deal be? If we bring her hands back to her, we get our hands back, and we leave. The children that's are reunited with their parents, whether it be here or... the. In... That's what our deal is, right? Exactly. So already what, what we're saying is. is we're going to try like the what I you know was thinking was we could renege on our deal uh bring everyone back you two don't get your hands back and perhaps the children will come with us well, but the, you... witch is, the witch is defeated or they you know That's, her, have you not read your own stories at the school I mean that that never works in the tales why should no. it work for us what 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 is in the tales is the witch always has something else up her sleeve. She always has a plan that's going to screw everyone or thwart everyone else. And what they have to do is outthink the witch, push her in the oven, like in Hansel and Gretel, and trick her. So if we are going to renege, we need to think of something besides this that she will likely see coming, I believe. Although I don't really frankly know what that would be at the time she thinks we want our, we want our hands back she called it insurance but surely she would know of this well or know that they had tried to do this initially so she probably has an idea that they this is their end goal the, the townspeople they're crazy they just want their they are stuck between a rock and a hard place they cannot release her for fear of more disappearances and murders but they cannot not release her because they'll lose their kids forever. They right. are in an unbearable state. I mean, could you imagine if you were one of them, Patrick? I can, and I can't stand that. Well, it's certainly a uh, not an enviable position. <laughs> <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is, is that if she knows that they did this to her to get to banish her here in the first place, and she likely knows that they have this up their sleeve. And I'm, if we are going to renege, we might need to think of something beyond that. Well, I'm open to that. I would so imagine sure. that they've tried this before. That's that's the thing, is that they right. probably tried to go back with their children before and are unable to. That's do why it. the hands only have only this one left. There should be five. 
or been, four, I suppose. Five years, I would imagine. Yes. Tried to figure that out. hasn't worked for them yet. So, um, responding to Tom here, that's an extreme. It hasn't worked for them yet. So, why should we repeat in their footsteps? We don't know anything. We don't we don't know anything other than we have this supposed deal with this evil being, this evil crone. We have to use that we'll be able to get the children back and return back, perhaps get your hands back, uh, but perhaps at the cost of um having some evil monstrosities being unleashed in the world. That's not good either. If it's all true, which we don't have anything else to run off of. It works out pretty pretty legitimate to me. William, perhaps you have an opinion on the matter, an idea we can work off of? Uh, yes, I do. I have many opinions from what I've been hearing. So we could do that. We can go and give the witch her hands back and then play the guessing game and see what happens after that. But I feel like we need to save the children. And we need to save everyone here. The difficult task is the most enjoyable task. So we can do that. And you already learned how to open the book with one hand. I don't need to know why you need to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose you have So then do we try to recite the prayer and like, the candle with the families all together in the hopes that we return back to our world with the children intact and the witch doesn't get her hands back i was we would have to ask them if they've tried that before yes yeah yes um but something came into my mind just now the witch is keeping their children here but she's kept them unharmed Mm -hmm. it's leverage because she wants her hands but if she becomes trapped here forever along with the children because the time has run out i mean she will not be she will not be in a good mood and i'm sure she will not be kind she will not be kind she will not be kind to them they won't just be killed i'm sure who's to say that she'll be trapped well, she she said that she cannot leave this place. This is her last uh-huh. time to get her hands back. Uh-huh. And her son or her boy, whatever's Addison, whatever he was supposed to do that, and he's failed, or whatever. Well, so the, he was he was the one who who did this in the first place. He cut off her hands. The villagers said Addison. Yeah. Yes, the, the 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 time is limited for both parties, both the witch. And the parents and their ch- their children being together. If this day ends and the sun sets or however it goes, children stay here with the witch. Parents go back, separated forever. But the children are trapped here with the crone. And that would be very unpleasant. I don't know if they have immortality while they're here. It would almost be a worse fate if they did. So what you're William saying, Patrick, William and Patrick do spot hidden for me. I failed. Failed. Oh no. <laughs> uh, <Okay. laughs> I wouldn't say I could push, but uh, 
Nah, I can't think of a way I could. Perhaps we ask a villager if they've tried that trick yet. Actually, let's oh. bring that up because because uh, uh, Jolkit probably doesn't know. Pushing. Pushing a roll means you get to roll again, see if you make it. If, however, you fail on the second roll, it's much worse than, <laughs> than a regular failure. I've only got a spot in the 40, so uh, I don't feel too confident mm-hmm. pushing it right now. All right. Uh, I have one of 65. Well, you want to push it? Yeah, let's get crazy. It's Friday night after all. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new guy. This is this is what you do. Come on, come on. I failed again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. It got it. So interesting. Do it like this. Uh or uh, William. Uh as you're standing there and your guys are all talking and you're looking around, you've noticed that something something about the room seems to have changed, but you're not quite sure what. Um and your 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 mind is just going completely blank. You just can't for the fathom what what the hell is changing around you. Um that's about all I could do. I can't think of anything awful nasty to do, so just leave it at that. You're confused. Well, I I think we should go out and, and ask the villagers if they've tried this. Mm. And yeah. if, if if they have, then let's just go forward with, with the deal and see, another way. see where things are. Uh, I agree we should ask them, but as long as we have these hands, we are in the position of power here. Yes. We can just wait them out. We get trapped here too, but they are much more desperate than us, I believe. So whenever we go back, perhaps we could negotiate a better deal if we maybe pit them against each other more. I don't know. But do we have... tell the villagers we have hands? We... Or should we just... I mean, they knew they were in here, but would not retrieve them. They are... Would they take the hands away from us? If Possibly. we tell them? They have all the access to them, and they won't do it, right? Yeah, they had to have known. They, I mean, they told us they were in here. This one's right on the counter. It's right here. Yeah, they had access to it, and on Earth, as probably here. But they're too busy with their children right now, and too kind of loopy to do anything else. They're sucking up yeah. all the time they can get because they probably have just resigned to the fact that this is the last night with them. As you said, they probably won't do anything about it. We it's just, only the witch that we have, yeah, the power with the deal. Yeah. But I still think we should ask the villagers if they've tried this trick. I agree. If not, if not we can toss the dice, maybe. Is the bartender part of the villagers that were there with their children? Back in the hut, right? That was, the one? I think Back the bartender the was, I think the bartender was, yeah, Addison, the guy that's in the hut that was drooling. Mm-hmm. The witch was able to uh, pump it him, it looked wow. like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Neat trick. Parlor trick only, of course, but... Oh, come now, Daniel. You've seen a Convincing someone to cut off someone's hand. You've never seen bout of mesmerism like that. Okay. Um, all right. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna start heading out. Let's uh, go. Shotgun in hand. Let's do it. Let's do it. Helen, you're first to step back out of the pub. The light seems to have changed a little bit. And towards the east, the sky is getting a little bit lighter than it was. We're running out of time. Okay, let's let's start heading back towards the clearing. I um I grab one of the cleavers from the kitchen before I leave in exchange for my in, in exchange for the staff. Uh, I'll okay. keep the um, the curse the or the removal of curses book like in in my left hand. You got the big book. Yeah, I'll keep it because okay. uh, Helen's got the shotgun. Might as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll, hey. I'll stick with the staff. <laughs> Wizards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you move. We, you move quickly. Oh, go ahead. Are we going to ask a villi- are the villagers still there with their kids? Well, yeah, you haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. You you go through. Oh, the, that's right. The, that's right. That's right. That's the, for the tunnel of trees, uh, back to the uh, back to the clearing, and you can see that some of the adults are 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 crying. They're upset. Um, you can see a few of them looking up uh, towards the east, what you assume is the east, whatever, where the sun will eventually come up. Um. And it's made them more upset, more upset, because they know that, that their time is, is coming to a close. Uh, what are you going to ask? So you're going to go up and talk. Go ahead, Helen. Um, it, okay. It, it, excuse me. Excuse me. Um, I'm going to go up to the same person that I was talking to earlier. Um, we, we would like to ask you something, um, and, and this is, this is important. Um, have you tried to leave here with your children before using the, and I yes. to the, the book, using the, the prayer? We can't get them out of the grove. Okay. They're Even trapped with here. The, they're trapped here. Okay. So, so the witch has some type of power of them that the prayer doesn't work to bring your children back. The, they'll tell you that the pub is protected by the magic and everything outside it's like a barrier she can't get through it and the children can't either because she's got them trapped here Mm. they seem to imply that the spell has to take place in the pub it's the pub that travels Mm. right they were the ones who initiated it right it's like a bubble it's around yeah. the pub. So, so the kids have to be inside the bubble in order to go back to. They'd have to be released to be able to right. get inside it and go. And they can't leave this grove. She would oh. have to release them Correct. out of the grove. So I'm gonna it's gotta be a way. reiterate to them what what the deal was that that the hag made with us. Um, she has told us that if we return her hands back to her that she will let you and your children go back um, to to Yorkshire. Do a psychology roll. Okay. 
Yeah. Do a psychology, do an intelligence role or psychology. I did pass an intelligence role. There's a kind of blankness inside the, the adult's eyes um, as if they kind of understand what you're saying, but they don't quite understand what you're saying. They're all a little drooly if, you know, they don't seem to understand how horrible or dangerous they do, but they don't. It's, it's you'd almost like say they're they're all stupid, mm-hmm. you know, oh, which that's... is a nasty thing to say, but it makes you feel like why aren't these people more, yeah, like involved or trying involved. to find a solution? They're Helen, Helen, as part of the course, uh, allow me a moment to all ask. <laughs> Do you, do you remember how the children got here? Did they disappear before you? Were they in the tavern with you? Do you remember how that happened? Um, no. Uh, we brought the witch here, and when we left, we realized all of our children were gone. We think she sent something to get the children. And so the witch has maybe some she kind sent, of maybe she sent her children to get our children, um, but they still they de- and they're also kind of desperate at this point. We only have a few minutes left with our children. They don't want to talk to you. Yep, that makes sense. Mm. Well, it's got- you also realize that they don't realize that you have the hands. Mm-hmm. And their way of getting back. They think that's all set up in the basement still. They told us where they were, though. But they just yeah, they're they're, not, they're all they're little... not they're not connecting the dots. Can, can I ask you, uh, does it matter more if you were just together with your children rather yeah. than uh being here or there? Just as we don't want to be here, we want to take our children home and we don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We've now only gonna... got a few minutes left. Of course, of course. And turn to the other. Oh, you can really. I believe if we go through with the deal, they will be together, regardless of which place they are in. They don't want to be here, though. Well, I can't blame them, but. Would it? Would it make the witch desperate if we only took one hand back? Would that be dangerous? Most likely she would be desperate. Can she we wants. bargain with that? Leave, with leave one the, hand? Leave the Possibly. finger she, she needs two. Perhaps she would just take another one of our hands. Or we can tell her we have one hand and we found the location of the second hand, but she needs to make a deal with us. Perhaps. Well, would we ask for to let she's the already in offered the in? She, I mean, she's already given us basically what we want. That's already a, kind of part of the deal. There's gonna be a trick to it, though. She's gonna Absolutely. have. She's gonna try to betray us or break her end of the bargain. She's gonna do something. But if we're all in the inn, she can't do anything because the inn is protected. Uh-huh. She does have some kind of minion, though, I believe. Or else, how would she have gotten the children here in the first place? 
She might have used Addison if she puppets him around. Without but Addison, she, she has no power. No, uh, maybe. I mean, it could be something else. Wasn't Addison the one that cast the uh, kind of shakes the book about the prayer to begin with? That's true. That's true. But perhaps you're right. Maybe if we strip her of him, it will remove some form of her power. Like shotgun his brains out. <laughs> it, it's a it's a it's a way to go. <laughs> yeah, takes a pawn off the table. Mm. I don't suppose it will help our position with her, but uh, if we can't make a deal, something we can do. Well, Helen has a shotgun. The deal seems <laughs> legit. She's going to ask for what more we want. We'd want to make sure the parents and the children are completely safe. She'll say, that's what you get from the deal. Where's my hands? The moment we give her hands, she's going to have all the power she wants. And to free her children, who knows if she's bound by some type of you know magical code to keep up her end of the bargain or if she can just betray us. Well, you say we have to presume we're operating on the rules that we've been observed, and the best precedent for that we have is the legends. And they always abide by their deals. We just uh, don't know if there's some sort of loophole in there. There's got to be a loophole in there. It's got to be. The sky to the east is turning red. Oh, goodness. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Tom, sorry. Tom, pause, pause the game, Tom. We're talking, okay? <laughs> um, what if I brought the cleaver. I don't know if, like, <laughs> what if we maimed a hand? What if we destroyed a hand? What if we, like, I'm just well, trying to, I know that really, that might destroy the whole deal. What if we only just, what if we left them the hand that they can teleport back with and take her only the clothes hand? I, I don't know. I'm just trying to throw things out there to see if that spawns the ideas for you guys. And maybe we're. Did we find the necessary materials for that? Wax? Paper? Um, towel? Well, the, the last hand has, is ready to be lit and go. No, to make a false hand, as you suggested. Oh, not false hand, just uh, I don't think I that's going to fool her. I don't think she'll fool her. Well, I, I think I think we're at a point where we can only, we can either go forward with the deal or we can save our skins and bring everyone back and the kids stay here forever. What if we I don't bring know, the witch I don't to know the if end. I can live with that on my conscience. What if I think our best option is to either go through with the deal or negotiate a better one. If we bring ourselves back with the townsfolk, then that will only infuriate and sadden them more. They'll probably kill us. They'll probably Indeed. kill us. You said, uh, William, that bring the witch back to the inn. I don't know if she... She can't go into the inn, but I don't know if she can leave her shack. Maybe she can leave her shack. I mean, you're talking about drawing her close so we can take yeah. some kind of sleight of hand move or something last second Towards or something? the end, yeah. She can't have, go in. We'd have to convince her to let the kids into the bubble. Maybe for like, here's one hand. Now, if you want the other hand, you're going to have to let them inside first. And we can be in the inn. With or, the we can, or we can be outside or trade ourselves yeah. for the kids. I will right. toss toss them out. Try it. <laughs> Throw All it right. here. I'll, um, I'll, I'll be at the inn. I'll have one of the hands. Okay. Who's, okay. who's gonna go? Who's gonna go to the witch? But which hand do you have though? The teleporting one? The one that I you can burn? The teleport one. Yeah. Okay. The teleport one. Let's do it. And I'll be posted up with the shotgun so I can blast her if we <laughs> need to. <laughs> and the other three of us are gonna go present our case. 
Why don't we try it? Yeah, I'll hand you the 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 fist. The I'm the only one with another hand to actually bargain. <laughs> Maybe William can hold like, on to it. Yeah. So we okay. need someone to make a handshake, I believe. Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna head back. I'm gonna head back to the end and just say I hope this works, guys. Well, so do we. I got such a bad feeling about every plan, but let's go. I guess let's. <laughs> there's really no good options here. I know there's so not. That's, that's what makes let's it so it good. We'll see, see if this works. That's what makes it such a good story. But yep, here we go. I see Tom's right. thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are these idiots doing? Guys? This is my favorite part of this scenario. Oh, oh boy, you guys are presented okay. with a horrifying conundrum. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, how are you going to handle it? Uh, who's going to Auntie and who's going back to the pub? I'm Let's... going back to the pub with the pointed finger up. Pointed finger. All right. And the book. And the book. And the book. All right. And idea. the other three are going to Auntie. Yeah, with the closed hand, which do we I feel still like... have the witch's curse book? Patrick has it, right? I have it. Yeah, I took, I took it back. Stuff. Unless you guys want it. <laughs> no, no, okay. <laughs> no, I think, I think, she, she, I think Helen should have it. All right. Okay. Just so I can right. speak the prayer if we need to. So you yes. guys, guys, head down the path towards Auntie's house. There it is in the in the thing. And as you approach the building, the uh, door swings open before you get to it. Uh, what? Uh, what do you do? Uh, out of curiosity, how bulky are the two of you? <laughs> like size-wise, I'm thinking the one of us that like we should have a bit of a protection when we present the hand <laughs> that we do have. <laughs> well, I'm, a, I'm stocky, so that's fine. You go first. I'm I'm pretty good size, but I have one hand, so yeah, I'll go first. Your turn, in. Williams. Yeah. It's <laughs> It's the initiation for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you, you step through the door and uh, Auntie uh, over by the table turns uh, and moves towards you rather swifter than you imagined that she could move with a strange clickety click sort of sound on the mm -hmm. wooden floor as she comes at you. Um, she's like, do you have me hands? Give me back me hands. I'll give you your hands. I have both hands. <laughs> but I don't want your hands. Do you have <laughs> my hands? We have one hand. One hand's not enough. That's not the bargain. Find me both me hands. What What are you going to do? Give me that hand now. Uh, 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 not quite yet. Both hands was the deal, wasn't it? We will give you both hands. But uh, we would like to renegotiate our deal. No renegotiate. No renegotiation. Renegotiation. No renegotiation. Do you see the time? We're almost out of time. Give exactly. me the hand that you have. No, you, you need this. Sure, we may be trapped here, but... Suddenly she starts moving, and 
the clothing on her starts to sort of fall off. And you can see that she has a body underneath that clothes that's almost like a strange conglomeration of roots and branches that begin to unfold around her. Uh, her She has multiple feet, and uh, they are like wooden um, posts with uh, goat feet on the end of it, all carved uh-huh. out of wood. Uh, she opens up her mouth, and you can see her teeth are sharp like razors, and she's like, Give me the hand. You've broken the deal. No, no, no. We have. We know where the other hand yep. is. Give her the one. Maybe give her the one. Uh, <laughs> tell her, we'll tell her where the other is. So don't we give have her the other one. We just uh, one yet. Don't bring give her yet. to the other. Yes. Uh, and Patrick, you of... can do it. You can do a dodge roll. Uh, can I outstretch the hand before she actually, you know, goes at me? Or do uh, I need to make a dodge can... roll? You can you can try, but she's she's had enough. She's going to attack you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and she is no. nine feet tall. No. Okay. Uh, do we need to make sanity um, checks there, Tom? Yeah, you can do sanity checks. I, I just feel like it's appropriate. I yeah. got a, I have a ninety nine, so I'm about had it. I think. Uh, I pass on sanity though. <laughs> um, I've, I I've would passed. say. Okay, I would say that if you pass to a 1d6, if you fail, do a 1d10. I took nine. I took oh, nine. shit, I took, took six. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> uh, Patrick and Dan, roll intelligence. Oh, boy. Time to fail. Yeah, I failed this roll. Right? Yeah, I failed that one. Oh, wait, no, that's, that's good. good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and I, of course, passed with flying colors with a hard success. Okay. So, uh, which is not, I didn't want to pass. I've been feeling all so, right. So, uh, Dan, <laughs> you, you become completely hysterical screaming uh, as she sort of unfolds. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, okay. uh, how did you do, uh, uh, William Cholka? I passed. You passed. Uh, and how did you do on the roll? I got a three. Okay, oh. that's good. Yeah, you do just very well. Sanity damage. Um, Patrick, one of these limbed arms sort of reaches out and spears you through the shoulder. Oh. And she she lifts you up off the ground. Uh, you're in agony. Take uh, take five hit points of damage. All right. Wait, no, we have that? your other hand. Uh, sorry, were you saying something? I didn't mean. To. Uh, yeah, you did. You say that you held out the the yeah, the like I, like when she started getting aggressive, I was like, you know, <laughs> fine, go ahead. Which, which one did you have? You have the the left, the right hand one. Or the it, one that, that was at the it, fist. It was the closed one. One that was yeah. a fist yeah. with the ring. Okay. Yes. Um, you see her sort of flick her arm, and your hand flies off, and she sort of points at the other one, and it literally flies through the air, rips itself out of your grip, and reattaches itself onto her hand. Um, 
and she she flexes her hand with the ring on it. Uh, where's me other hand? Give it to me now, or you're we all don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have it. The woman has it. It's said the pub. She uh, she says uh, you've reneged on the deal. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Uh, squares are kind of. I'm going hysterical, so I don't know if I have a choice or not. I probably have a bout of madness going on. Yeah, you got to have that. Uh, William, what can do you want I, to do? <laughs> uh, can I be persuasive? And I don't think to... that's going to work, but you no. can run for your fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, 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 hit, I'll hit the witch's hand where Dan is, or arm, or where Dan is being Patrick Wooden spear, being, uh, yeah, spear, okay. wooden spear leg, whatever that is. You're gonna try yeah, to attack her. I'll try. What to are you hitting her with? With the stick. At least trying to use enough force to push <laughs> the spear down so it can release okay. Patrick. That's a brawl roll. That's a stick, okay. stick to stick, man. It's like natural wood versus whatever she is made of. I have an idea. I guess what she is, but let's see afterwards. I just think I'm screaming. I don't know if uh, I can run. I passed. Oh, you passed. Okay. Um, uh, do a uh, 1d4 yeah. roll. Joka. Okay. It'd be great if you just... A four. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. Nice. Well, you crack your stick down on her arm. And uh, although... She moves, it's kind of like hitting a tree trunk. Um, uh, your stick breaks, uh, uh, but she reacts as if you've done her a little bit of injury. And in the process, Patrick, you slip off the end of it and fall to the ground with a big gaping wound in your, in your shoulder. And Dan's screaming violently, just not doing anything but hysterically screaming. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Helen, you've gotten back to the inn. And as you are just sort of jogging, wait, you, you've run back to the clearing where all the people are. What are you, are you just running past them? Yeah. So we were in, like, we were kind of like chatting around them. So yeah. So I had headed back to the pub. Okay. Um, all right. So you head back yeah. to the pub. Yeah. Uh, you get back to the pub, and as you are, you going to go inside. You're going to run inside. Yeah. yeah. All right. So as you yeah, run yeah. inside, um, you can see that the sky is getting lighter still, and uh, the ground sort of rocks. You can feel something rocking, and as you look around, the trees and stuff that are surrounding this building, you can see them moving. Uh, some of them seem to be ripping their root systems up out of the ground. And what almost look like giant wooden spider legs are beginning to rip them up out of the ground. They are moving more like tentacles now than, uh, than tree branches. Uh, you can do a sanity roll. I wondered. Tell me about doesn't I almost made a tentacle reference. I did pass. Um, yeah, just take a well, 
take a 1d6 just in case. Makes sense. One. Okay. Right. You you see it, you're scared, you run into the the, the pub. Oh, where are you going God. to go? Um I mean, right now I'm just kind of like looking out the window. Um, are the villagers starting to head back? Because like I'm assuming they have to come back to the pub to get like to do the ritual. Um you hear some yelling uh coming from back from the clearing now as if they're all scared everything is sort of rocking like an earthquake and the trees seem to they're not trees they're like these horrible they're like the things that you saw drawn in the book mm -hmm. um they seem to be coming alive um and risking another sanity roll you see a few people start to run out of the clearing and suddenly get stomped and crushed under the feet of one of these things uh it's at the moment pandemonium what do you do oh boy um well i'm assuming that the uh there, there's been no reno re renegotiation has has occurred and all, all hell is, is is coming loose all hell is um, breaking loose yeah. yeah yeah um so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna try to wait to see if any any other survivors can make it through to the pub uh, um, I'm going to wait like a few more moments. And if, if it seems like everyone's just kind of dying, then I'm going to start the ritual. Yeah. It seems like nobody's getting out of that grove alive at this no, point. Something yeah. went horribly wrong yeah, with went the, horribly wrong. the deal didn't go through. And it doesn't <laughs> no. look like I can, it doesn't look like I can pass through, uh, to complete the deal. Uh, cause I'll probably get stopped as well. So um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and start the ritual okay so you run down the stairs you go to the table <laughs> uh -huh. and you begin the ritual as it's prescribed all right we'll get back to you so uh the three of you are still at auntie's um she is chanting some strange alien language and you can you everything is rocking around you um she is absolutely furious we'll say dan that you sort of come to at that moment and you you, you can have control of yourself again although you guys are all scared shitless and and patrick yeah. is bleeding on the floor so dan and uh william what do you do I, it's kind of he's like Listen, yo, crowd, let the children go and get your other hand at the pub right now. And it's the deal's done. Do it. Well, you know, it just yeah, she ain't talking to me. No more negotiations. You've destroyed us all. You're only destroying Jeez. yourself. Just do it. I mean, I, there's nothing else we can do at this point. <laughs> I, I don't you think you can run for your freaking lives <laughs> well we can't leave patrick here <laughs> if he's unconscious um patrick would have left you all there you know it. <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of guy. Oh, he's, not got, patrick. He, 
<laughs> I just maybe I look at William like nod like to each grab one of his arms, you know, if and just try to do yeah, and try to ha- and try this. to drag him and haul him as fast as we can before we get stomped too, because um, right. that's what I guess that's what we're gonna try. I, and at the same time, Auntie is pretty much the the building that you're in. She is tearing it apart, and something from outside is also tearing it apart. She's gone into kind of a screaming fury. Uh, and as you step outside, you can see that the forest around you is alive. There are these giant, spidery, wooden creatures that, now that you look, they all seem to have these, you know, you've you've seen trees with holes in them, you know? These are mouths with craggly teeth and... Uh, and the whole things are they're starting to roar and the ground is shaking violently um you 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 start to drag patrick and you realize he's too damn heavy to, to, to try to get away uh if you continue to hold him you'll do a dodge roll but with a penalty dice which means you roll it twice and you take the worst roll or you can leave him and run and try to make a regular dodge. <laughs> I uh, think, well, go ahead. What do you think, William? I mean, we don't really have time to talk about it. I feel like no, we, we, just, we would just be right. reacting, right? Yes. Uh, How good of friends are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the thought that's kept him going the whole time is the kids. He's got a kid. You've got one or two. And the other children. So I think that's the only reason he will hold on to you and keep trying, even though it's probably pointless. We'll keep trying. We'll keep carrying him through. All right. So do both of you do dodges with a penalty dice. Okay, so it's 40. So roll it twice. Ooh, 18. And 99. Oh, Oh, God. I think my story ends here. I roll the dice with uh, the 90, right? Yeah. You, you make the roll, roll twice, basically, and take the highest roll. So hopefully you roll two good low rolls. 70. Oh. And 40. Okay, so the 70 would be that one, since it's probably a fail. Um so Dan, you did a great one. So as you're you're trying desperately, Patrick, I'll save you. It's like this uh, this large, heavy tree trunk like branch comes swinging in your way and just clean knocks your head off your shoulders. Your head flies off into the distance, and uh, your body shakes for a moment and falls over, squirting out. Um, uh, William, you take a couple of steps back in horror as uh, one of these things comes up behind you. They're huge. So it's like, you know, T-Rex, boom, boom, as they're coming. Uh, and it just sort of leans forward and you end up going headfirst into one of these mouths oh. as it and then just tears you apart coming up. Oh. And, uh, and Patrick, you get stomped. So, Helen, uh, you're going to recite the spell. Uh, oh, God. I hope you get out. 
see. You have Auntie's hand. Uh -huh. Um. I would like you to uh let's see. Oh, okay. I would like you to expend 18 magic points. Ooh, How many do you have? 14. Okay, then you have to expend four hit points. Okay. To do it. All right. You also have to sacrifice 90, pal. I only have 70. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> there's, uh, so then let's see. What else? I'm going to end it this way. <laughs> do, do a luck roll. That's a fail. Is it a? It's not a fumble. It's a. It's just a fail. It's, it's a regular fail. Yeah. All right. There is a moment where it feels like you're in the biggest elevator. You know, you're sort of pushed down to the ground by the the pressure of the entire building and stuff around you moving. And fortunately, uh, there's a big gawumph when you hit the ground. Uh, you're back in the uh, Yorkshire Moors, but you are a complete blithering idiot in the process. Your mind has been ripped away. Eventually, somebody finds you. Everybody wonders where the people all went. And uh, you're locked up. You're you're practically a vegetable and that is the end ah. of the story <laughs> now wow. you pretty much understand what was going on that she was trapped there and uh, the the way that the story is presented to you is the correct way if you had given her back her hands with a wave of her hands she would have sent you the families, the children, you would have all of a sudden been back at the, the, the pub. Or you would have been back in the real world. However, so would she and her children. Mm. They would take up their place back in the forest where they were before, and she would continue. She's been there for tens of thousands of years. Uh, that would have been that. If you had... Uh, if you had not given her the ring, which is what we did, we took the ring and gave her, she would have been furious and it would have been pretty much the same outcome as what happens to you because she she wants the fucking ring. Um, uh, your idea obviously didn't work because it wasn't the deal that she had the bargain that she had made. Uh, if you tried to kill her, uh, she would have used Addison puppeted to try to defend her. But if you had actually killed her, then all of her minions would have woken up and it would have been pretty much the same thing. But the best one 
is if you attempted to go back home without anybody, just do the ritual yourselves, you would lose sanity. But that 90 pow could have been split between you so that you wouldn't go completely brain dead. Uh, however, if you fail, you would end up somewhere, but not maybe Earth or because there was supposed to be this mental tie. If you had fumbled, the entire planet would have been transported back to Earth and destroyed the Earth, the moon, and everything in the world by the two planets crashing into one another. And that would have been the, the best ending. I was hoping to say, I rolled a hundred, I would have been, ah, finally. <laughs> you know, but honestly, in some ways, right, this was kind of the best outcome because it has prevented the yeah. Elder God, I'm assuming Shabnit or whatever, from yeah. coming back. back to, I was thinking it might be it was reality. Shub. So we yeah. kind of we kind of saved the planet. Often the cost. She was just a high priestess of Shabnagurath. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was thinking the black, know, the black goat. I was thinking, I was wondering. Yeah. So there was, there's no way that stated that we could have outsmarted the Earth, out dealt her. There was no, there well, was no like secret path. Maybe if we were. There was also actually there's also another thing there too that if you had given her her hands and she'd have let you all come back, you wouldn't. You would have come back to the pub. All the children would have come back with you, and all of their blithering idiot human uh, parents, because every time they crossed over. They lost. Uh, they lost their mental problems. So they were even Addison was kind of, you know, addled at the end. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. You could have made friends with her. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree that even though we want to save the kids, it, it kind of is sometimes is stopping the entity from destroying the world, even at the sacrifice of yourself or others, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. So she most likely would have just gone back into the woods and occasionally taken a hiker or two and had them for dinner. Actually, her children were the ones doing that. Yeah. That uh, or dark yeah. young. <clears throat> yep. Cut um, the evil from returning back to Earth. So. I'm gonna take yeah. that as a win. That's we a win. Did, we did <laughs> like kill like lots of people though in order to do that. So. <laughs> and <laughs> and not on purpose. Yeah. Not, we didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go ahead and finish up. Our players included <laughs> Troy Will, Dryer Jolka, uh, Lucas uh, Gashauer, uh, Brandon Eubank, and oh, Robert didn't make it. Okay. With yours truly as Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean, iTunes, or Spotify. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar two a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.